Change, you filthy animal. Kaboom! Welcome to another episode of Kaboom! Episode 5 of Kaboom Pop Culture. I am <laughs> all over the place, seems like it. <laughs> we are continuing our Star Wars franchise review, and I got to watch Attack of the Clones for the very first time. And yes, this actually was the first time I got to see it. And I'm going to tell you my thoughts... But first, let me introduce the experts. So, let's start with everyone's favourite mushroom and our very own Anakin Skywalker, because fuck that character. We're going to get into him more, <laughs> but fuck Anakin, aka Gloof. Ow. <laughs> Dr. Wolfenstein, how are you, baby? I don't like any of that. Good. Next oh. up, our second expert for the night and the Count Dooku of the group. Do you know why? I'll tell you why. Because he's old. <laughs> He's really old. Because <laughs> I'm fucking badass. Oh, no, don't compare me to Christopher Lee. That would yeah. be worse. I really... He was really I'll the only it. one. I have three nipples, too. Just like <laughs> Scaramanga. Does he? Anyway. And me? <laughs> no, who am doesn't. I, you ask? Well, I'm the Obi-Wan Kenobi <laughs> of the group, and there are some people you that call me that. Tim. I, I, I'm the host. I get, to, I get to nickname whoever I want. So, You're like Dex in the up. diner or whatever his fucking name is. I am not. I am Obi-Wan <laughs> Kenobi. You shut up, Anakin like Skywalker. Go, go have a teenage rampage somewhere else. Oh, the women to- and the children. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Boy, we're going to get into it. We are going to... Let's just, let's just say, so far on my journey of the Star Wars franchise, I've, yes, I've been a fan. You've I've been, been a fan. I've yeah. enjoyed these films. Yep. This week is going to be different, and I've, I've got a lot to say. <laughs> yeah. I so know, I think we all saw this coming. Yeah. Welcome to Kaboom, episode number five. We're back, baby. We are... Are we, like, in the middle of the Star Wars franchise now? I'm, mm. How many more have we got? Like, of the main I mean, ones, I guess. Yeah, like, no, you, no spin-offs or anything. Well, it's five out of nine. Yeah, a little so bit over, just yeah. over the hump. Does, does that include ha- once you watch half this movie? Yeah. <laughs> does that include the the solo movie, the Han Solo movie, like Solo no. and like Rogue One and all that stuff? We're not including. Are we going to do them though? You want to? No, I, I don't know. You guys are the experts. I, like, do I need to if I want to be like considered a, a Star Wars fan? Yeah, need to do anything, man. Um, I I reckon I reckon let's let's plow through the main ones. You run and, your own pod race, Tim. Yeah, <laughs> and then All see right. see how you feel. If you're still hungry for a little more Star Wars, <laughs> then we can uh, tuck into some extras. You want to do the Ewok movies too, didn't you? No, uh, I want to talk about them later on today. <gasps> okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. 
Fuck um, yeah. All right. We'll get to it later, but uh, before we start, I, I do have an announcement, and if you listen to the latest Horror for Dummies, the Anaconda episode, you already know this announcement, but we are now on Patreon. So if you want some bonus content, some cool shit, Ooh. go over to patreon.com forward slash horror for dummies, and there is some bonus shit that you can get for a small fee. Uh, it doesn't cost much. It's literally the less than a cup of coffee a month, so... Yeah, go check it out. And uh, I want to thank Mike Moyer for being our latest Patreon. You, sir, are a legend. And he is now one of our friendly creatures. That's what tier he went for. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, he's a good looking guy and I appreciate him. And so should you. We'll judge you all based on your appearances if you join the Patreon. (laughs) Well, only money. (laughs) Money, please. I don't even listen to your free content, so... (laughs) (laughs) Great salesman you are. (laughs) Anyway, let's get on with the show, man. We've got a lot to talk about. patreon.com slash fucking kaboom. I don't care. Well, kaboom falls under the Horror for Dummies (laughs) banner, and there will be kaboom content on there, so... Yeah. Fucking slave driver? I I did just release um, Tim's Top 10 episode of the best... Um, horror movie kills, and you won't believe what's number one, Chris Bailey. <laughs> I don't get why everyone's laughing at that. It's on. Like, I honestly, people will probably just, not it's guess. Just so clickbaity. I just couldn't help myself. Yeah, and I'm always a sucker for clickbait. So I'm like, you know what? If they're gonna get me, then I'm gonna get them. Who's them? So, but but honestly. I don't think many people will guess my number one pick of best horror movie kill. And you'll have to pay to find out. <laughs> I, I, I tell you right now, it's not Jaws. It's not from the movie Jaws. It's not Jaws. So, That's what not, I would have picked. Is it I that one from... People, I guess That I'll, one from Bone Tomahawk we were talking about the other day? Oh, that's a no, good one. I do mention that. It might be in my top ten, but it might not be. It might be I guess I'll, I'll never believe it then. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, uh, go over and check that out if you want to listen to my, my top 10 kills of all time. Um, some good kills in there. <coughs> anyway, let's talk about Kaboom. Let's talk about Star Wars. Let's talk about Attack of the Motherfucking Clones. <laughs> but before we do that, we got to ask a question. A poll question. Oh. So, let's jump over to poll question of the week. The poll question of the week. Poll question of the bi-weekly. Mm-hmm. I forgot mm-hmm. to add that in. So, last last bi-weekly, the question was, who's... Or... Who's... Fucking hell. I can't, I can't hold myself. All right. Who's cooler, Darth Maul or Darth Vader? All right. Before we jump in, uh, I'll tell you the results. And, of course, with the polls, everyone can add their own entry and this... Once again, has happened. <laughs> so let's let's just go for it. With no votes at all, Austin Powers. <laughs> so someone with, with, suggested him, but no one, but the person who suggested no him, no one voted him. Didn't even vote for him. No, no. Groovy baby. And hey, hey, a, a little clue. Yeah, that's not the only Austin that's on this list. Oh yeah, I know. You, <laughs> that's who I voted yeah. for. <laughs> Uh, okay, with one vote, Todd Ridgway, The Undertaker. Nice. With four votes, 
Tim Davis. That's me. So <laughs> I beat Todd and Austin Powers in Who's Cooler. Wow. Saying. But with eight votes, and one of the guys who's actually meant to be in this question, Darth Maul, mm-hmm. <laughs> with, with nine votes... So a guy that wasn't even in the question has beaten one of the guys who's in the question. With nine votes, we have Stone Cold Steve Austin. Fucking, he just gets Darth Maul, does a fucking stunner, <laughs> but fucks up his shoulder because of the head spikes and shit. <laughs> and our winner with 14 votes, you guys chose him, but Darth Vader is the winner for this. Uh, so you guys reckon Darth Vader is better than Darth Maul. So there's that. That's right, you're allowed Did to be you, wrong. Was there a roller you guys Gromit answer? No. And I will oh, not James. refer to that any longer. Because <laughs> um, I also but you guys also. I, I'm sure that there was. Yeah, I thought there was too. Maybe it was a different poll. Anyway. I didn't take it down, so I'm guessing someone else did. Anyway, um, so uh, comments on, on, this, on this poll. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Zim Vader, who said... For fuck's sakes, I've lost it now. He said, Darth Maul. <laughs> Just stop touching your Darth Vader loses seconds. too many coolness points in a scene that you haven't seen yet. Yeah, okay. I'm not following. <laughs> Do you guys understand that? Yeah, I think so. What, what what movie will this happen in where I understand this question? This answer. Um, not sure if he's referring to some Clone Wars stuff or to like a, a, a uh, tag at the end of something stuff. Okay, all right. And our next comment comes from Scott Dent. He says, "So good to, st- <laughs> so good to see Steve getting a mention." <laughs> Meaning Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yes. Classic all right. Scott. On to the next poll question of the bi-weekly. We have who had a bigger impact on cinema, Steven Spielberg or George Lucas? Paley, we'll go with you first. There is a right and wrong answer to this, by the way. <laughs> Joe, I wonder what Tim's going to say. <laughs> the right um, answer. I don't know if I have any real justification for this. I'm going to guess Spielberg. Mm. Like, you, I think you, if you want to talk about who created like a cooler fictional universe, then sure, like Lucas made this incredible you know, world, or multiple worlds, or galaxy, whatever you want to call it for us all to play around in and that's a great contribution to science fiction but to cinema Spielberg he's made way way more iconic movies you are correct Luffy yeah I agree with Paley <laughs> you are also correct um, yeah, yeah. Um, Spielberg this one was easy I only asked this question because I saw this question asked on Reddit and there were so many back and forth answers. I'm like, wow, this is way too close than it should be. So I thought I'd put it on the show and see what you guys think. Um, no. So all three of us are for Steven Spielberg. So yep. let's see what you guys out there listening think. Hit us up on the Horror for Dummies Super Friends uh, Facebook page and mm-hmm. you will get the answers there. And feel free to add your own options. I'm sure Stone Cold Steve Austin or Walls and Grummet will come up again. Yeah, they always fucking do. I hope so. If someone threw James Cameron in the mix, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be upset. Yeah. All right. How's this for a question? Steven Spielberg or James Cameron? I think Jimmy likes to push the envelope of what can be done 
a little bit more, even yeah. if it takes him forever to make another movie. He's like, what? how can I go? Yeah, what bigger? the fuck was Avatar? What can I create? I can. I'll build a fucking three quarters of a boat. Yeah, but what, like. what, is, what has he done? Titanic, the Terminators, the good ones anyway. Aliens. Um, yeah, Aliens. Avatar. Oh, that... that uh, is Avatar a good movie? I think it's a good it's movie. It's Space Fan Gully. It's a decent movie. It's just I, don't expect anything with a, a plot that really, like, makes you go, like, gets you deep. It's just Pocahontas. Yeah, I was pretty much just big those, blue Pocahontas. Like, yeah. I don't get the hate though. Everyone like seems to hate that movie, and I don't really get why. I'm like, yeah, fine, it's a simple th- movie, simple story. I think story, it's just because it made so much that? money and people liked it so much, and then because it was it's still a well-made pleasing. movie, it's still like visually off the hook. It's still got great like cast, great acting, great like everything about it is good, except the story's like not anything original, I guess. Yeah, true. True. And what happened to the sequels? Weren't we meant to get like? Weren't we meant to be up to number five by now? Oh, isn't he like fucking reinventing how to film shit even better or something? Yeah, and he like keeps making like these <laughs> deep diving movies and shit. And wasn't he doing more with the Prometheus, like alien stuff? Like, yeah, expanding that world. Like All I right. did those two movies, but then I'm I gonna like there's more. I'm gonna add James Cameron to um to the mix with this. Steven Spielberg, George Lucas, or James Cameron, who had the bigger impact on cinema? I want to hear what people have to say. Okay, so apparently their respective release dates are currently December 16, 2022, December 20, 2024, <laughs> December 18, 2026, and December 22, 2028 for the other <laughs> two to five Avatar movies. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, all right, <laughs> well, let's jump into it. I'm, I'm sure people are just like, <laughs> get to the Star Wars talk already. <laughs> Enough about James Cameron. So I'm sure that's exactly <laughs> what they sound like. Yeah, everyone's been clamoring at the bit for this episode. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have people asking me when they're coming out. So yes, people have been. So let's jump into it. We're talking Star Wars uh, episode two, Attack of the Clones. Let's roll that goddamn trailer. And here, Anakin, Hayden Christensen, talk. Mm-hmm. Let's do that. Yeah. Love doing that. Love hearing him speak. <laughs> it's my favorite. I will not let this republic be split in two. My negotiations will not fail. If they do, there aren't enough Jedi to protect the Republic. We're keepers of the peace, not soldiers. You know I don't like it when you do that. Sorry, Master. I forgot you don't like flying. Well, you've lost him. If you'll excuse me. I hate it when he does that. Anakin, don't do anything without first consulting either myself or the Council. You don't need guidance, Anakin. I see you becoming the greatest of all Jedi. The boy has exceptional skills. His abilities have made him arrogant. Excuse me. I'm in charge of security here, m'lady. They are using a bounty hunter named Jango Fett to create a clone army. Wait. Must stop them before they're ready. Your clones are very impressive. They'll do their job well. 
last. That's why I hate flying. This is a crisis. The Senate must vote the Chancellor emergency powers. As my first act, I will create a grand army of the Republic to counter the increasing threats of the separatists. Hasn't been a full-scale war since the formation of the Republic. You must join me, Obi-Wan. And together, we will destroy the Sith. The dark side clouds everything. In grave danger, you are. This Clone War has. We're talking Star Wars Episode 2 Attack of the Clones from 2002. This one comes in at a 6.5 out of 10 on IMDb. 6.5. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alright, the story of this is. Ten years after initially meeting, Anakin Skywalker shares a forbidden romance with Padme Amidala, while Obi-Wan Kenobi investigates an assassination attempt on the Senator and discovers a secret clone army crafted for the Jedi. This one stars uh, Hayden Christensen as Anakin Skywalker. Best. We have... (laughs) (laughs) Chef's kiss. Natalie Portman... (laughs) Natalie Portman as Padme, Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan Kenobi, Christopher... <laughs> Seriously, who the fuck names their child Ewan? That's the like, Irish it, or the it Scottish. It just sounds gross. Scottish? Come here, Ewan. Um, Christopher Lee as Count Dooku, who, I'm sorry, every time they said Count Dooku, I, I thought of Count Docula or something like that. I could not <laughs> take that name serious. Um, yeah, Samuel... Like Count Docula. <laughs> <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson as Mace Windu Frank Oz again as Yoda Ian McDermott as Supreme Chancellor Palpatine and um who else is there that we've already mentioned oh uh, Tamura Morrison as I uh, just fucking nailed that uh, as Django Fett mm-hmm. and and gonna make some money oh where are you motherfucker <laughs> where are you Oh, Daniel Logan as Boba Fett. He's probably just like, yeah, boy, keep keep making those uh, those animated movies, eh? It's like when they like pan down to the fucking uh, the clone army. I'm just like, oh, choo choo, oh, choo choo. <laughs> Can I just say quickly while we're on the subject? Yeah, young little Boba Fett. Hello, Boba. Is your dad here? Yep. Yep. That fucking lost me. I fucking lost it. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Who is writing this dialogue? All right, Lucas. let's go through it. Because, oh man, Lucas is, yeah, a great contribution to cinema. Um, it's also got that bitch week, from Nexium. Anyway. I, you lost me. Last <laughs> last week, I do, rem- I do recall, now correct me if I'm wrong, but I do recall you, Paley, were kind of, okay with this film while Luffy was a recall. bit <laughs> Luffy was a bit eh, this movie's shit am I, am I am I right or am I getting mixed up here 
Yeah, Harper, I said I would find stuff to defend. Okay, I don't, okay, cool. Like, I'm not going to be like, this is, a, this is a one out of ten, I'm fucking hate this movie. There, there is some good, there's some nuggets in this turd of a movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. Well, well I want to go with Luffy first to hear what you have to say about this movie because I'm really curious um, <laughs> to see what you think. Luffy, you go first, go for it. What are your thoughts on this movie? Well, this is easily my least favorite of the prequels. Like, by far. Wait, wait, wait. Just prequels or all franchise? No. <laughs> no. Wait, wait. So you're, so you're saying we get a worse movie in the franchise than this? Depends how you feel about oh, things. Oh, no way. That is fucking good news. All right, cool. Depends on how you feel about good movies. Yeah. Or, like, if something's, like, connected properly or makes any sense or just seems like it's picking up pieces of garbage and putting them together with staples kind of after someone's like ruined the movie previously um or just like kind of smashed its ideas to pieces and then trying to put those back together um but we'll get to, to it <laughs> we'll get to it okay um this is one of those i actually came out of it Oh, okay. So, <laughs> I'm trying to, like, go back. I definitely watched this at the movies. Like, I watched all of them. And I pretty much fucking hated it then. But, yeah, th- this would be the one that, like, really made me stop giving a fuck about Star Wars for a long time. <laughs> wow. I really <laughs> didn't like this movie. But, after, like... Watching the Clone Wars and seeing, like, the the sequel trilogy and all that shit, and kind of just coming back to it, I've actually softened up a lot on this movie. Okay. There's there's definitely some really really good bits. Like all the Obi Wan stuff is fucking fantastic. Yeah. Because he's the best. He's the best. <laughs> yeah, he's he's me. Yeah, I'm sure you would have been able to hang on to that robot without it just plummeting down. <laughs> Depends how much that robot can hold, but anyway. <laughs> I think any robot you're pushing it. <laughs> but, okay. Um, yeah, man, it's just, there's all that, like, that, that sequence is rad. The fucking, um, the, the ending battle is shit tons better than episode one's. Like, final act. What? No. Come on, man. There's two competent armies and there's stuff going on. Shit's exploding and there's fucking bones everywhere. It's only because there's more happening. There's fucking a shit ton of lightsabers and shit. Yeah. It's like an actual Jedi fight. But it doesn't have Duel of the Fates. (laughs) Alright. Like, yeah, it it doesn't have Duel of the Fates. But, like... Watching that final lightsaber battle is pretty deep. Like, Dooku fucking takes out Obi-Wan and Anakin, who are not, you know, no slouches. Um, so you're, you're telling me yeah. that that fucking old mate, what's his, what's his name? Dooku. Um, Qui-Gon, Qui-Gon Jinn yeah. versus Darth Maul was, was worse 
than Yoda versus Dooku. I didn't say lightsaber battle. I said like the final act. You said the the final lightsaber fight. No, no. I think I'm I'm saying everything. He's talking about everything pretty much from when from when Mace walks into that arena. Yeah, okay, through, to, okay. through the credits. Yeah, uh, m- maybe just before the credits. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit like boop, boop. you hit that little circle with a number in it button a couple times. Maybe there. Um, but yeah, look, it it's not a better lightsaber battle, but it's still an impactful lightsaber battle. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of over the um the Yoda jumping around thing doesn't seem as goofy to me as it did when I first saw it when I was just kind of shocked mm-hmm. by it. It's kind of just yep. it's more rad now that I'm used to rad nimble Yoda. <laughs> like kind of pulling out the last second kind of Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not as <laughs> confronting seeing as like he could barely fucking walk <laughs> That's what most I was of the time but i i appreciate it now and it's good and it's still like you know like he can fucking take a force lightning and fuck it off that's sick doesn't yoda in like one of the first movies i can't remember when which one it was empire strikes back or something like that doesn't he yeah. say something along the lines of jedis shouldn't use which basically shouldn't fight. He was full Mr. Miyagi and, and saying that they shouldn't fight. And now here he is doing fucking triple backflips. Yeah, I guess. But like, he's <laughs> also been through a whole war. So maybe that's where he's ended up. He's just like, I've had enough of this motherfucking Sith on this motherfucking planet. <laughs> well, that's more what do. Y- yeah, yeah. Yoda, Yoda would just say it backwards. Yeah, he'd <laughs> say the words out of order. All adorable, like. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's got some really cool bits. And then anytime Hayden Christensen's on the screen, <laughs> I-, I just want to ninja kick my TV. <laughs> <laughs> like, I fucking hate him from the moment he speaks. Like, when they're in that, like, elevator thing, and he's just like, what the fuck? Do-? I don't even know what he fucking says, but I'm just like, I hate you. I was like, I'm just going to give you the benefit of the doubt, but I already hate you <laughs> so much. And then their whole relationship is just, like, fucked. <laughs> like, he's just a... He's basically made of red flags. And he's just the- creepy <laughs> and weird. And, and she's just stupid. <laughs> Pretty much their first reunion scene, the rape vibes are just, like, yeah. <laughs> off the charts. He's like, hi, Padme, I've been forced jerking it every day to you, so now you're finally here, and that's fucking heaps good. You better have sex with me. <laughs> oh, man, it's, yeah, it's just gross. I hate it. <laughs> it's And it's like... It makes me feel bad for any girl that's come into contact with Lucas. I mean, apart from the smell... Um, I imagine, but like, if that's what he thinks romantic is, cause it's, it's not, it's yucky and weird and I don't like it <laughs> and they need to be separated. <laughs> it's just awful. Took the words out of my mouth. <laughs> like, all right. You got yeah. any, you got anything more to add? 
You want to add before we jump to Paley? It's it's only because of Clone Wars that I love this. Like, that I can still appreciate the good bits. Because I can be like, oh, Plocoon. And other cunts that I can't remember there. Like, <laughs> Captain Big Head. Kiati Mundi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, is, um, is Clone Wars... So, sorry. Clone Wars is a TV series, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Is it animated or live action? Sure is. It's animated. Okay. And is this on Disney Plus? Yep. Yeah. Okay. There's right. a lot of it, Sorry. my dude, but yeah. There's six there's six seasons. Holy shit. How many episodes a season? Like ten or twenty two or something? Twenty ish. Yeah, Fuck. Pretty standard standard cartoon. Yeah, old okay, old school enough. TV seasons, not Netflix seasons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it tastes right. good. It it yeah, it really fleshes out a lot of the clones and and stuff as well. And like, like yeah. as much as you hate Anakin in this, you'll love him, except when Padme's around. But you'll love him in the Clone Wars. Yeah, as an actual Jedi, he's actually cool. Yeah, he's <laughs> fucking sick. He's, he's like one of my favorite characters in Clone Wars. And I'm, and then I watch this, and I'm like, I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> mm. But yeah, there's even some stuff with like Grand Moff Tarkin in there mm-hmm. as well. Well, just regular Moff Tarkin at that point, like you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. You get a bit of backstory in, on him. It really ties. It really fleshes out a lot of cool stuff. These two movies together, and it's sick. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's what like made me kind of love the prequels again, in spite of how much I also hate them at the same time. <laughs> because the the world building is still good. Yeah. Um, and the universe is still good, and a lot of the stuff that's going on is still good. Mm. It's just this forced love story in the middle, and I don't know if it's because they already painted themselves into the corner. That it's like, well, he's got to have Luke and Leia at some point. So <laughs> yeah, and they just it just it seems rushed. It's probably worse. Than, I don't know. I'm not sure if it's worse than Han and Leia as far as just how quickly they're just like, oh, actually, no, nah, I like you. Yeah. At least Han wasn't giving off rape vibes. They were just having sort of some friendly bants. Yeah. And yeah they had like, more chemistry than, mm. like, these two do. They just seemed like they were forced well, wait, in a room together. Who had more chemistry? I thought Han and Leia had Han more Leia. chemistry than oh, these shit. guys. Okay. Fuck, I thought, I thought you were saying the other way around. I was going to say, like... No way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, it's enough of my, my shit. I'm sure I'll interject rudely. <laughs> Go on, Paley. <laughs> um, I think I recall liking this initially because, again, it was just like, yeah, more, more Star, Star Wars. Wars. yeah. Like, when was this? 2002. So I was like 17. Um, I probably saw it at the movies then. Mm. Can't actually remember. Uh. I I remember seeing the trailer and I was so hyped for this big like Jedi arena battle and I'm just the Jedi are my favorite part of Star Wars. Yeah. Like I want more of that stuff. So I was like, oh, this is going to be great. And there was a lot of cool stuff to take away from it. Um just, yeah, there's just I think watching it back and trying to be more critical I I sort of you know, went in thinking, nah, it's not that bad. Like, it's really not a terrible movie. And then I finished watching it again. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> there is so much wrong with this. Yeah. Um. But at, 
and this is probably one of the first times where I'm not even just going to like you know, rip on a bit of the story or even the acting. One of the first times that I feel like visually it drops the ball mm. um, because it's Attack of the Green Screen. <laughs> yeah. And don't get me wrong, Aussie Pride and all that, and but they, they filmed it at Fox Studios and it was just like, oh. yeah, just chuck it in front of a screen. Yep. Fun fact, my well, not my history teacher because I did modern history, but the ancient history teacher at um, my school was one of the Jedi. Pretty sure he stole his lightsaber. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but like, there's a there's a scene with Mace Yoda and everyone walking through the Jedi Temple, and it's just like the worst like green screen sort of expansion of of where they're at. Yeah. And it looks like hot trash. It just it looks fake as fuck. You know what movies need like a fucking update? <laughs> what these? Yeah. <laughs> Like, you see the VFX update. I'd be okay with that. But it's like, there's there's other scenes where they didn't do that. I don't know why they just thought, yeah, no, let's... I don't know if that was an added scene. But Because the scene when he's in the Jedi library looks great. They build a set and it seems good. Mm. But then I'm like, I don't know why this other part of the temple you decided to make it look super shitty. I remember there was... There's a scene with the... Like, all the villains and shit. And the alien... Like, some of the alien design is just... Crap. Like, it just... It oh, just felt like I was watching Clone Wars. Yeah. Round table that they had. Yeah. Yeah. Like they just... They all looked so cartoony. Not with the fucking techno union and his robot voice. <laughs> yeah. The... <laughs> Yeah, that's. I'm not sure that the Geonosian design's not awful. I, I like the Geonosians. There's what else? There's just a lot of stuff that I feel like is unnecessary in this movie, but not even including like the Padme stuff. Like the the scene in the like the droid foundry where like there's always action going on and stuff. Just it was just kind of pointless action filler. Yeah. When when um Padme and Anakin get captured, 3PO and R2D2 have no business in this movie. They do nothing. They're like the one thing R2 does is stop a lava thing getting tipped on someone. And it's like, did you really need if if you just never put that in? It's just got some of the worst 3PO fucking shit jokes. Uh <laughs> Yeah, like she could have just rolled off the conveyor belt and fell and got captured. And it would have been yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah. But then there'd be no suspense. Yeah, but like, it didn't need to be as convoluted as it was. I got another problem with them, like, trying to infiltrate, shit kicks off, they get captured. Mm. Like, that's whatever, that's fine. Yeah. It, it felt like a Jar Jar scene. Like, that kind of <laughs> tone. Like where it was yeah, just a, a bunch of silly sillies with the with C three PO and yeah oh I'm so beside myself uh-huh. Uh-huh. I mean that's later on but still like it just keeps going I was like why the fuck are you even on this planet and then also, and then they leave them behind anyway just took him so <laughs> dumb they do too I just yeah I just realized that they rock up to fucking the Lars's <laughs> place and just like okay well I built this I'm taking it now. 
Yeah. Yep. <laughs> also, I feel like when they come, when they buy them back, like in New Hope, I feel like Owen should, like, and Brew should recognize 3PO. Yeah, maybe. Like, mm. I get necessarily not, like, well, like, all protocol droids look the same, but they know his designation. Yeah. Oh. Plot hole. <laughs> yeah. It might be minor, but I fucking hate 3PS. I'm, I'm going to pull at that thread. Um, I should probably find some good stuff in this. <laughs> yeah, you're meant to defend this movie. <laughs> but, uh, like, uh, okay, all the Detective Obi-Wan stuff so good. is great. He, um, actually, even going back further than that, the, the chase at the beginning I like is it. silly as silly as parts of it are once they get down to the ground like you get to see like this like oh it's all shining and fucking gold up here where it's the senate and stuff that's like here's some like here's the seedy underside of Coruscant a little bit mm. like it really fleshes out the planet they're on a little bit more um it's kind of pointless that a bounty hunter hires a bounty hunter <laughs> <laughs> Why? And then she didn't even do anything. She just throws weird snakes at him. Yeah. And she's got this big fucking sniper rifle, and there was a fucking window there. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what the the whole plot there was. The only thing I could half argue is that they want them to find out about Camino. Yeah, okay. But then mm. they've erased it from the archives. So it doesn't really make sense. It's like, they want the Clone War to kick off. That's the whole point. Yeah. But. <laughs> Looks like the series really of mishaps worked out perfectly. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, what else is good? And like, and then even having Obi-Wan, his little contact in the diner, and just, just said a bit more. Um, said a bit more of the Jedi Temple and the way Jedi train and stuff. There's like all of his scenes are great. In yeah, you know, Kamino's like an awesome looking world. Like once again, they've gone like, all right, let's make another planet. How can we make this cool? Fucking oceans and storms and shit. Mm-hmm. And then like, like all of the stuff on Kamino looks really good. I like the Bo- uh, not Boba, the Django and Obi Wan fight. Yeah, it's it's well, different because it's like you see Obi Wan like just start throwing hands. He's like, "Fuck, I don't need a lightsaber." <laughs> He's the best Jedi. Fucking, I, I mean, I'll fight anybody. The the fact that like Jango Fett keeps blasting him like multiple times, and then Obi Wan just comes out without a scratch is kind of like yeah. To be yeah, that that bit kind of bites. So it's like yeah, there's explosions on the platform, and you just like. Launches it back a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And yep, I'm fine. <laughs> just everyone is just solid throughout this movie. He's the sassiest of all Jedi. Mm. Um if when Anakin tries to be. Yeah, just like anytime he just shuts him down so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> but then he like tries to like it's not just like belittling him it's like it's trying to humble him in a way that like he's still trying to teach him like it doesn't come off as jerky but it's like this is so good it's more of like a know your place kind of a thing yeah like 
you're not better than everyone. Like, you need to understand that you don't serve yourself. You serve the Republic, I guess. Like, I feel like he's just trying to keep him grounded. Yeah. That being said, when they... <laughs> when they come to rescue you master is this the best line of the whole fucking franchise <laughs> anytime like someone does something like stupid shit me and Emma do the same like sarcastic good job it's all because of this movie <laughs> just like well, he just looks at his chains he's like yeah okay thanks sick rescue <laughs> that's my fave do you like how everybody is everybody's padawan <laughs> yeah that just becomes like forced I feel like it's like not everyone has to be related to everything. It's like not everyone has to fucking be related to someone important Cause in later movies. It's like just let someone be different, new, and exciting. Yeah, definitely. Definitely what you said. Can I uh, just ask, just quick interject here. Yeah. What is the meaning of Padawan? It's apprentice. Ah, uh, so it's just another word for apprentice. Yeah. So in this movie, oh. we find out that Dooku was Yoda's Padawan... And Qui-Gon was Dooku's Padawan. <laughs> yeah. And, and who's Obi-Wan's, Obi-Wan's was Qui-Gon's Padawan. Fucking nesting dolls of Padawans. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's a bit silly. Um, besides a couple of things I mentioned, it's still visually great. The score is still great. Like, I hate the Padme hating scenes a lot, but, like, their, their little love theme's great. Yeah. Um... All the good stuff from the other movies is still there. Um, the, the the plot's a little weird. These three movies eventually make sense, but I feel like as you watch them, there's so many questions. And sometimes it feels confusing for confusing sake. That's like I think it's something that Star Wars does a lot of the time anyway. Yeah. Where it's like purposefully vague. <laughs> Yeah, well, I, I I know it does all make sense in the end, but it's like they're just throwing out names. It's like I was recruited by Tyrannus, I was recruited by this person, and it's like who's Count Dooku? They just throw his name in the opening crawl, like we're supposed to know who that is. Yeah, like <laughs> it just gets a little all over the shop, but it all does end up kind of making sense. Okay, good. Um. <laughs> Now, like, I feel like they were going for the sort of downer middle trilogy ending, but they don't hit that point. It was trying to be Empire. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. There's, as cool as the, the Jedi arena scene is, the actual final, like, sort of one-on-one v one lightsaber fights, or 2v1 or whatever, like, are pretty underwhelming. Yeah. I guess the speed of it kind of does elevate Dooku as this threat because he's just like yeah no I win this fight and I win this one it just missed that tension like, yeah which is hard when it's fucking Obi-Wan and Anakin like you know they don't die yeah that's the problem with prequels in general yeah yeah I guess that's true because like with episode one you're like you have no idea like who's Qui-Gon does he make it does he not make it like where's he Mm. And then it's like, oh, or, no, you can kill him. <laughs> yeah, or even Darth Maul. It's like, is he going to be a, an ongoing threat? Is yeah. it him that, you know? Although, in saying that, like, I was actually really shocked when Anakin got his arm cut off. <laughs> I did not... Removing s- bits, of, bits of Robot Boy eventually. 
Yeah, but I, I I know he gets burnt, so I just all I just assumed that it all happened then. Nah. So give it a yeah. movie. So <laughs> Darth Vader turned into the Terminator at the end. That was cool. Mm. <laughs> His robot arm does look way cooler than Luke's robot arm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like, I need the weird skin. Look at it. It's all shiny and golden. <laughs> cool looking. Chrome. Mm, shiny mm. and chrome. <laughs> Wetness. <laughs> but the the action in the third act does kick ass. Like, oh, that's still great. That's all mm. necessary action. I love it. Um, it. It. You just get to see a whole bunch of Jedi doing Jedi stuff. You get to see that they're not infallible and not unkillable. Like, you know, the whole point. That Mace brings up, he's like, I can't, you know, when we're, we're peacekeepers, we can't defend the Republic. Mm. Um, you know, it was like a, all right, we'll seize this opportunity to to cut the head off the snake now. If everyone's on this fucking planet, we know where they are. Mm. Yeah. But beyond that, like, well, yeah, it's not yeah, like Yoda says, like at the end where he's like. He's devastated because he knows this is the beginning of lots more pain and lots more suffering. God, Yoda's so smart. Yeah. <laughs> like, plus when he gets his lightsaber out, he just like uses the force to like draw his lightsaber. It's just, it's so it's just a little thing, but I feel like it really makes that scene heaps better. Like, he just looks so staunch. He's like, whatever, I'll just drop it back. Yeah, lightsaber out, let's go, bitch. <laughs> do we do we ever get I'm I'm gonna guess the answer's no here, but do we ever get like a, a Yoda origin story or find out where he came from? No really. I, I'd be in for that. No. Like if you went on Wikipedia, like his his race isn't even listed. Why like, like why have they never explored that? I don't know. A bit of mystery. Something's a bit of left a mystery. That's true. Yeah, Rob, sometimes Rob you get characters' origin stories and well, yeah. It turns out like this. <laughs> They're just by themselves. Yeah. Rob Zombie's Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. Um, what do you think, Tim? Oh, were you finished, Bailey? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, d- I'm done. I can. I guess I can... Like, I'll wrap up some stuff later. That, yeah. I don't know. I hope I've illustrated the things that were good and the things that were terrible. Mm. I, I feel like... We're kind of all in the same mindset of this film, um, so I'll just, I'll just come in with my thoughts of this film. I, I just want to start my review by saying that that Jaws: The Revenge is one of my all-time favorite films. Um, it's in my top ten of all-time favorite films. I fucking love that movie. The Fanatic is another movie that is one of my favorite films. Oh. Both both of these films are renowned as, as as being some of the worst films ever made. I think Jaws Revenge got like a zero on Rotten Tomatoes. So I just want to start my review by saying this. Um, my thoughts... My yeah, normally thoughts, I love awful movies. Man, I just... It's okay. kind of my thing. Yeah. When it's, when it's like actually made, like like Sharknado and all those types of movies, I, I can't do because like they look horrible. But when the movie looks good, but just has stupid plot holes in it, I somehow tend to like these movies. Now, Attack of the Clones is no different. This movie is fucking horrible. 
Yet I had so much fun with this movie. It was like I was just, I was laughing at every mistake they made in this movie. I was just like, what? What was the writer thinking when he made this movie? For one, I don't know. I didn't go into who did it, but whoever wrote the dialogue in this movie, Lucas, it should be fucking. Did he really? Was he the one? Pretty sure. Like they're actually. Mm-hmm. Holy <laughs> goddamn shit! Story by George Lucas. Screenplay by Lucas and Hales. <laughs> Uh, yeah, directed Lucas. Man, it all falls on him. <laughs> the dialogue in this movie was so bad. Like, okay, for example, if Master Kenobi knew what I was doing, he'd be very grumpy. Like, and that's yeah. not a fucking line from a yeah. Star Wars. Like, are you like this? But is he's like, a I went into this, stinky pants, man. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I went into this franchise like knowing how beloved it is. Uh, I expected like, like some of the best pieces of cinema that I've ever seen. And, and, and granted, like, um, some of the movies that we have reviewed are on that level. This movie is not. It's <laughs> so bad. Okay, so we, we, we get it. The dialogue in this movie is fucking cringe. But then you've got the acting. And there was a lot of times in this movie where I felt like I was watching a movie from the 1950s. It was just so... Over the top. I honestly thought that, like, when two characters were going to start fighting, that one would slam their foot and say, I said good day! Or something <laughs> like that. It was just... It's insane. Okay. Shmi's death. Anakin Skywalker's mum. When she dies, I fucking lost my shit. When she's like... When he has her in his arms, she's just like, I love you. It's like, oh, am I watching a fucking cartoon now? Like, what is happening? Like honestly, that scene there, it should have had me crying, and yeah, and I was should laughing. Have been, it should have been super powerful, and and especially since like that's the the start of him giving into anger. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. This is the, the step one, like, on the downward slope. And well, now I must die. I feel like he sells the the rage at, at that bit, like as he's like. Like so, like I, I disagree. No I feel like you look confused. Like, no, he kind of looked angry, and then he steps out the tent. Yeah. I'll I'll agree. I'll agree with with that look of rage. And and here's here's my biggest problem with that scene is because everyone that's told me about like Anakin Skywalker turning into Darth Vader and that scene there, I was I was basically hinted and told that like. Anakin goes fucking nuts on these Tusken Raiders. Yeah, that's Raiders. not the scene they're talking about. Who told you that? A lot of people. And they told me, like, yeah, okay, he kills children and stuff like that. So I was expecting this massive, huge fight of him just slaughtering people. And I'm like, oh, oh, here it is. And Jaleesa was next to me. I'm like, oh, babe, watch this, watch this. And then it just cuts. I'm like, what, 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 the, what the fuck? Where's the kids getting slaughtered? Yeah, but you get that beautiful scene where he explains it to Padme. Holy goddamn shit. <laughs> I killed the and then, mum and the kids. Uh, fuck me, dead. And then she's just like, okay. Okay, let's... And it sucks, because I think Natalie Portman is a good actress, but like, she is given absolute shit to work with. Yeah, that, that okay, that was another thing that I was, I, I, I was discussing with myself. I'm like, is this acting just that bad, or have they just been given shit? And then I started to think, like, why haven't I seen Hayden, Hayden Christensen around? And then I looked on his IMDb, he only has like 39 credits, and I'm like, 
I didn't maybe, that much. maybe he is really shit. <laughs> so, and then I realized he was in that movie Jumper, which sucked dick. So I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, maybe it is just him. And then I went back further and realized he came back from like the Goosebumps TV series. I'm like, oh, he's one of those actors. Okay, it makes all sense now. He's horrible. I thought he was like this big A-lister dude who's been in heaps of shit that I just haven't seen because I'm a horror dude. But not nah, he's just, yeah, not been I, around. I honestly don't think anyone that was cast in that role could have done that much better. I think it was, it's, because, all right, I saw him in, there's this movie called Life as a House, which I think he did right before. Yeah. Yeah, literally like a year before he did this. And right. that movie's fantastic. Like, he's really good in it. He plays some, like, grumpy goth kid, which I guess is not too far <laughs> off. <laughs> but he actually, like, put some acting okay. into it and shit. But so, so you're saying that he's basically like Robert Patterson. Because everyone, everyone knows Robert Patterson from Twilight and that movie's dog shit. But if you get Robinson Patterson out of that franchise and into another movie, he's actually a really good actor. It's kind of the yeah. same thing. But I think with him, he got so much shit for this. Like, they basically just kind of bullied him out of work. You say, on, on, on the Star Wars side, you got a bunch of fucking 40-year-olds that are like, you fucking ruined Darth Vader. Yeah. Whereas in the Twilight fandom, like, no one... Yeah, have you, I get you. Have you been on some of their Facebook groups? Because we... Leaf and I watched those movies. Yeah. We did our best to be objective about those movies. Mm. <laughs> and for some reason, uh, someone added me to a group on Facebook because it was part of that grunge shit posting. I think it was Sean. He's just like, we should fuck up this group. And I was reading some of the stuff. It's like, they don't care that the books suck. They don't care that the movies suck. It's just, they're in love with Edward Cullen. Yeah. So oh, it wouldn't matter okay. if Robert Pattinson was shit or not. Like, but they don't, they're not being critical and it was also like day one here's a franchise this is the guy and he's a dream boat whereas you've got someone giving you the backstory of one of the you know cinema's top villains you there was always going to be someone was just like you fucked this yeah like true that that was a that's a huge ask i imagine he just got death threat after fucking death threat you know all the time after this in a way, you got to kind of feel sorry for him because he's like, he's got this role and he's probably thinking this is a role of a lifetime, yeah. but it was always kind of deemed to fail. Yeah. Like, so, at, at yeah. least... Because people are expect like, they're, they're different characters. They really are. Like, all these polls you're doing, I'm like, if you were going to take Darth Vader's character as being Anakin Skywalker, he, w- he wouldn't have been winning any of these fucking bi-weekly polls. Mm. <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know what I mean? They, so they, they are separate characters, but I think maybe people just couldn't really separate them properly. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, like Obi-Wan says it. He's just like, Anakin died, Darth Vader was born. Like, they are not the same person. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking loophole. Eat it. Uh, <laughs> the only. But I think a lot of people are just like, no, that's Darth Vader. Why is he like a whiny little bitch? <laughs> the only time you well, kind of see the two sort of merged from my experience is in Rebels no I haven't actually seen Rebels oh there's a really it's 
kind of spoilery, but there's a really rad bit with Ahsoka and um, Darth Vader. I think it's at the end of season one where it's like, there's a little bit of Anakin like still left in there. No, that would be a cool interaction to watch. I don't think I haven't watched it because I never actually finished the last season of Clone Wars. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so finish that and then watch the first season of Rebels, or it might be at the end of the second. It's 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 the season finale for one of them, and it's just you can see, um, Anakin kind of struggling with now he has to take down Ahsoka, kind of a thing, mm. and him kind of like. It was easy enough to move forward with doing the Darth Vader thing because there was really no more connection to that that Jedi side because everyone had done the things they'd done. But Ahsoka yeah. never did. She was always his, like, Padawan. So it was just, like, a real kind of bittersweet moment. But, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, there you go with the cartoon exploring the depth of the character a lot more than this fucking movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I think half of it, it's got to be the directing too. Like, Yes. He's, you know, it's- obviously made him make choices with this weird accent and then he's like, cut, that's perfect fucking role. <laughs> like, yeah, print. Yep. <laughs> Well, let's, let's go more into the character of Anakin because mm-hmm. as I was watching this, I, in my head, like before I even turns it on, um, after watching last week, last time's movie, The Phantom Menace, I always thought that Jar Jar was the worst character. Now watching this, in my, like, honestly, I never want to watch this Anakin again. Like, you guys, you guys <laughs> summed you. it up perfectly. He, he was so fucking like, not, not, okay, he was bad. His character was badly written, but it, he was creepy. And don't don't tell me that he did not use the force to make Padman fall in love with him. Like honestly, <laughs> how the fuck does a body like that fall in love with a man bun wearing child killing winger that looks like he wants to rape her in every scene? I, it was like, and and yes, you guys you guys said it perfectly. And this is kind of the same problem I had with Han and Leia. They don't know how to write love scenes in these in these movies. It was just like. In the most awkward stage in the in the movie, Padme's just like, I- "I'm in love with you." It's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what? It's not how. It's not how it happens in real life. Um, oh man. That- and, and like, we start from the start where she's like, where she says, "You make me, you make me uncomfortable," and then twenty minutes later, I'm in love with you. Or yeah. what about the rad bit where she's like, "I always think of you as a child," and I'm like, oh, "Really?" Yes. <laughs> Yes, it's like ooh, this got creepy. And then <coughs> Jamie, they also, <laughs> yeah, they also, I think, put themselves in a corner like where they used the same actress because it doesn't read as a fourteen-year-old who is now twenty-four and a nine-year-old who's now nineteen. It's like yeah, Anakin grew up, but she still looks the same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's just it seems so weird. And then there's like a weird bit where they go to that, like her holiday fucking house. Cause she's a fucking queen and they're having that weird conversation. And he just looks like he's staring at her fucking tits the whole time. I, I thought he was, he, he wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Like but I that. mean like when that, when that tiger spider thing rips her clothes, I mean like, I don't blame him. Fuck that body. Yeah. It's <laughs> look, she's hot. It's not fucking. Yeah. It's not what we're arguing here, but like, 
where he just like he touches her and she just seems like so creeped out but then she kisses him <laughs> yes yeah <you> see, <laughs> like, it's, what it's, is this I'm haunted by the kiss you should never that, give it. That fucking speech, bro. <laughs> I'm just like, that's a good reason to never see this person again. Also, like, why is he such a little prick to the, you know, boss Jedi of all boss Jedis? Every other Padawan master relationship throughout every movie is, like, so respectful. Mm. He's just like, fuck Obi-Wan. Yeah. Fuck dickhead. Oh, fucking hate him. It's like, oh, fuck. Sorry for, like, teaching you to be a Jedi, even though fucking no one said I should. Yeah. Well, uh, Got yeah. yelled at by Yoda. Yeah, he didn't, He never wanted to. It was all Qui-Gon's fault. Fuck yeah, Qui-Gon. Sorry for doing a solid for a buddy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right? Now, let's go into the writing of this movie because, like, multiple plot holes. Yeah. But, like, there's multiple. <laughs> there's things that, like, I. Yeah, we'll spend more time on it on. than they did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like they, they they say, is Jedi like a blood or is it like something you can be taught? Well, <laughs> it's all it's, it's all, well. This mo- these movies make it all based on your midi chlorian count. Yeah, it was just about being like they seem to identify children that are force sensitive. Not sure how, like. They never really explain it. Prosthetics, they do fucking okay. Because yeah, I was, I was always led do a to blood believe test on every kid. Yeah, I was, I was always led to believe that like Jedi is kind of like this royalty thing. Like you're not in unless you're part of the family. Yet in this movie, they're like, for some fucking weird reason, our oh, Jedi's can't love. Then like, how do you produce? Like, is it just one night stand? Up, oh, I came in, you side you. You're now holding a Jedi baby. I think they're just like. Have like a Professor X Rebro machine, <laughs> and then they just go snatching up all these kids. Okay, hiding them right in the temples. This is the problem with them fucking scrapping all the expanded universe stuff. Is yeah. that the Jedi Apprentice novels do touch on like the stuff like cause they can come from all walks of life or any planet, whatever. Like I think any race, yeah. but. I think the go is like once you find out you are force sensitive, you go to the Jedi Temple to train. Okay, but you got to get them young so you can indoctrinate them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little culty, but like you they're, just they're keep throwing shit at them until they stop it with their mind. Okay, all right. Well, what about the fact that like through this movie they they decide to send Padme home? So mm. let's just send Anakin with her to prep protector you know the guy who has a major crush on her that they all know he has a crush on her let's send them to the most romantic place on earth <laughs> together what? space florence or whatever it was yeah it's like like okay and yeah, then yeah sorry go on it, it it is kind of stupid like so she needs this guy to protect her even though she hasn't been assassinated on her own planet yet with her normal palace guards or senate guards or whatever yeah and, like, why break up the dynamic duo? He's supposed to be learning from Obi-Wan. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, yeah, they don't have enough Jedi. Yeah. Someone needs to send an um, email to HR. <laughs> <laughs> but then, okay, like, this is where it gets really, like... like it, It's honestly like George Lucas was just turning the knife here because Padme could have left anyone in charge, anyone in the whole world, in the whole universe, right? But she decides to choose Jar Jar... Who then, in turn, gives all power to Senator, Senator Palpatine 
aka the big bad. I'm guessing he's he's Sidious, right? Maybe. <laughs> uh, that's what I'm. That's I what mean, I'm gathering. Not, like I'm. I'm. So I don't okay. Know if it's a spoiler, because it's like you know, Anakin's going to turn evil. You know, he is too. You knew that it was Emperor Palpatine. Yeah. Knew that before these movies came out. Also, I, like I they kind of do that thing in the where they touch up the original ones to make him look more like fucking Palpatine. Yeah, I could, I could tell yeah. from the originals. So basically, Jar Jar is the sole reason that the entire Jedi universe is fucked. Yeah, Misa no. thinking that wasn't such a good idea. Thanks a no, lot, George just- Lucas. <laughs> hey, no, I would defend Jar Jar in this movie because I think he's fine. This is peak Jar Jar. Yeah, okay. Because I think he serves the role that they probably could have done in the first movie. Like, he didn't need to be incompetent. And it's like, they just decided, it's like, sometimes he's competent, sometimes he's not, depending on what they need the story to do or what joke they want to fucking put in there. Yeah. Whereas in this movie, they dialed him back. They're like, you know, it makes sense for him to be there because they decided that the Gungans and the Naboo are working together now. Yep. We're all going to be having, if, you know, if she's not parades doing it, down the street. He's doing it. Yeah, like, they're working together, and of course it's going to come from their quarter because Palpatine's from their planet. Yeah. Like... It's yeah, but like a, a political setup, and you know it's playing out the way he wants it to play. He did all this. I do like how how limited Jar Jar was in this film. Yeah, because they just didn't make him be stupid. They're like, okay, he's still going to speak like a fucking idiot, but yeah, it's spare, <laughs> sparingly using Jar Jar's fun. They should just given him a Jamaican accent in this one. Would have been better. <laughs> what like deep Jamaican? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It just would have been funny. <laughs> Spe- okay, speaking about accents, let's jump onto the next thing. Jump. Django Fett and Boba Fett. Oh, yeah? <laughs> oh, Brew, what's your for the estrus, Brew? They're Kiwi! Yeah, I'm bro. guessing. Yeah, oh, Brew! to Mario Morrison and he's a fucking badass. When they'll... When they'll go- <laughs> I'm and sorry, like, I'm so... They're, they're like, can you do like a cool first- space accent? He's like, oh, yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> doing it now. So this is what you get. That part... <laughs> Fuck off, bro. <laughs> this can be heaps of come, me. Come suck my dick. <laughs> that part, I just, I seriously lost my shit when we yep. first met young Boba Fett. And by the way, I for some weird reason, I always thought Boba Fett was a robot. I didn't think he was an actual person. No. But then, yeah, like... This is that- why we're talking around a lot of your questions on Boba in Empire. We're like, just, just hold on to your cupcakes. All right, we'll get there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Because uh, honestly, as soon as I saw him, I had written down here as a question, is that like the Boba Fett that we know? But then kind of realized myself. But that scene where... <laughs> Hello, young Boba. Is your dad home? Yep. yep. That fucking made me lose my shit. That's yeah, you weren't. Oh, here. <laughs> I'm going to get a chip back. <laughs> I'm going to oh, shoot dad. more lasers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dad, you lost your head. Oh, bro. <laughs> Oh, no. And okay, and then the scene where... Does like, he, like, okay. scoop out his head, by the way? No, that, that, <laughs> that's exactly no. like when... when I kind of wish I'd just fallen out in the fucking desert floor. That's, that's <laughs> what I thought was going to happen. Like, how tight is this helmet that <laughs> when he picks it up, it doesn't just blomp? Yeah, at some point he would have to, like, reach in there. Or, like, fully, like, this? banging on the top of it like <laughs> it's the fucking last bit of sauce in the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> this helmet's beached ass. Oh, dead. <laughs> Dude, you, you lost your coconut, Dad. Um, 
I'm sorry, man. That scene kind of got me. I'm like, oh, that is fuck. That's like the most brutal thing. Besides the auntie and uncle in like the first movie dying. <laughs> but that was pretty brutal. Yeah. Okay. Mm. There's some cool Boba stuff, like young Boba in um, Clone Wars as well. Yeah, definitely. I, d- I didn't mind There's so much cool bounty Fett, hunter though. stuff in that movie. You know, show, whatever. Yeah. Okay. Let's, 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 I'm just going, that's kind of my, my main thoughts in this movie. This movie's bad, but it's fun. Like there was that scene when we get the three um, monsters when they're, when they're, where, you know, you know that part in Austin Powers where like Seth says to Dr. Evil, like <laughs> you have them. Why don't we just shoot them and it's all I've over? I've got a gun in my room. I'll yeah. <laughs> like that was going through my head when they were being tied up. It's like, yeah. No, no, they, they, wait. They, they get, just they, wait. Yeah. <laughs> but okay. Shoot them or something. That scene, it all made sense now. That scene where we see that big fucking prey mantis creature. Have mm. you guys seen the meme of of um in in Australia where it's um, Obi Wan fighting that thing and it says yeah. "Oh, you can't." That, I just <laughs> yeah. realized it's from that movie, and I lost my yeah. shit. Mate, prequel <laughs> anyway. memes are the best memes. There's so, so many. <laughs> I've got so many saved for when you like as you see the movies, I send them to the chat, <laughs> <laughs> and I'll I'll post them on the page actually. And I'll do that. Um, I just want to re- read out a few other things that I got written down here that have really nothing to do with the movie. I just thought of them while I was watching the movie. Okay. Um, I I do D two. How does he or she, whatever it is, drive around in the sand? Like, doesn't the sand get in the bearings and get it clogged up or something? That's just how is this not a question in the first movie? I, I don't know. I just never th- maybe because this movie's bad. I was just like just having fun with myself. Um, with, in the scene where they bury Anakin Skywalker's mum, yes. Why was there three other heads headsto- or two other headstones? Who are they? Uh, I don't know. Presumably his first wife and someone else. I don't know. <laughs> This guy's got shit luck with wives. Yeah, yeah apparently. Tuscan yeah, Raider stole my love baby. Stories, he's like, oh yeah, no, like I bought your mum and then I decided she was pretty sweet, so I married her. Then yeah. she got carried away, <laughs> and I'm like, we tried to rescue her, but I gave up super quick. Yeah, I'm not gonna go get her. <laughs> Got lazy bitch. He seemed to be really cool with it. He just sent really her out quickly. on her fucking own through Tuscan imagine, Raider territory. Imagine being the yeah, guy. How far that away played- are these evaporators anyway? Imagine being the guy that was um, playing Anakin Skywalker's stepbrother. Just like randomly talking to a dude. Oh, yeah, I was in Star Wars Episode 2. I played the stepbrother. I mean... You'd be like, that's awkward. Sorry to hear that. played Owen Lars. What? It's Owen Lars, though. It's, like, it's not like he's a... Who's Owen I mean, Lars? Isn't the it... The people um, that get on fire in, like, two movies? You've, you've lost me, What? That that couple is Owen and Baru, his aunt and uncle. Yeah. Oh bullshit! Whoa! Fucking mind blown. Yeah. Someone draw a family tree for Tim. Wow! Um, I did not put two and two together. Also, that's Joel Edgerton. <gasps> I just I just saw his name in fucking IMDb. I'm like, wait, who the fuck's that? He's oh, in the gift. Gatsby. Shit. Fucking I know who Joel Edgerton is. I fucking he's from, love the gift. He's from fucking Blacktown. Yeah, I know, I know fucking... And also, the wow. chick who plays Baru was in that weird Nexium documentary. I don't know what that is. Oh, Nexium's that, like, Alison Mack sex cult thing. Okay. 
No. I don't know what you're talking about. No. Nope. <laughs> you lost okay. me. You got nothing. No. Bailey? Okay. Anyway. Well, right. wow. Someone knows. Someone listening knows. Oh, you you guys are good experts. I did not fucking even think that they were the auntie and uncle that get Freddy Krueger. That's yeah, cool. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And, 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 and Paley, I, this is my last, last point, but I, I, I got to disagree with you in one point. The C-3PO jokes, the bad jokes, I was fucking pissing myself. That part where he goes... <laughs> where his head's next to his body and he goes, oh, I'm beside myself. I fucking lost myself. So this is why I, sometimes I, I genuinely dislike you. <laughs> that was funny. And then when Artu's dragging his head, oh, this is such a drag. That's yeah, not. <laughs> that's the sort of shit you would normally rail against. I feel like you've just... That's dis- not like funny. The, he fl- the he flip-flops. You've checked out of this movie. He flip-flops. You know, like, this is fucking silly. Yeah. And... If that had been in a movie that the rest of the movie was good, you'd have been like, "Fuck that!" It would have been mad. It would have been like, ruined the fucking movie. <laughs> no, because I think I, I think C three PO is funny. It makes me laugh, and that part where the droid I think they need on- more jokes in the Predator. Personally, you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> fuck that movie. With no, a the part where the part where the droid is on C three PO's body. Yes, and he says something about I need maintenance. maintenance. <laughs> fucking, that was hilarious. Oh, yeah, because the oh, battle droid said it. Also, the droids yeah. in the Clone Wars are fucking hilarious. Real? Oh, really? I want to see. I'll have to go on YouTube and check up funny parts. I'm it's guessing really someone's good. made yeah, a Yeah, probably. So I'm sure someone's made a super cut. All right. On to questions for this movie that I had. And I literally only had one because I kind of guess this... Compared to the other movies, this plot was kind of simple. But I do have one question. Um... Jedi, nothing actually happens. Je- yeah, Jedi, Jedi. Oh, I don't know. It's an Italian Jedi. Sifo Dias. I I have written down here the Jedi Sifo Dias, and now I don't even remember where he came into the movie. Exactly. Well, his, his name his name was mentioned. Yeah, because he oh, oh he's, yeah, he's uh, the one rocks up to Camino and he's like, yeah, fucking Jedi Master Sifo Dias came here and was like, yes. No, yes. yep, yep. Like, I'm going to commission this order. Yes, that's right. And then everyone's like, that's weird because he should have been dead at that point. Yeah, okay. And then... Sorry. Do we, like, have have we or do we ever see mm. him? Nope. In the Clone Wars, oh, really? there's a little bit more on him. So you get, Again. So okay. His name gets thrown out there and then Jango's like, I don't know what you're talking about. This fucking Tyrannus dude recruited me. Which... Kind of makes no sense because that's like saying like because you're trying to make it appear like this is a legit thing and then it's yep. just like I'm gonna use the fucking Sith Lord's name because and then it's like right at the end it's like oh good job Lord Tyrannus it's like oh okay right he set it up I guess yeah, like, yeah. I know, so we're just meant to remember that one name yeah, I just feel like it's it's all very throwaway lines in the background and it's like that's that's what that's the plot we're building here and it. But it's overshadowed by so much action that you're like, what is this movie actually about? Is it about, is it just about the love story? Yeah. Is it about having a big battle at the end or something like? Yeah. These are some of the biggest steps that Palpatine takes in consolidating power. And I feel like it's not explained very well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, after watching this, I, I did get a little excited to watch the next one. Um, I'm hoping it's better. <laughs> well, that was the feeling I came out of the cinema with 
purely because I'm like, okay, here's where I'm at, and I've seen the new hopes. So I know where I've got to get. Yeah, 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 exactly. So a lot's got to go down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's pretty much. Right. Yeah. Because because I, I I have seen this this next one. I saw it at the cinemas. I don't remember anything except one scene involving a lava pit, I believe. But mm-hmm. I'm gonna guess yes. that there is a certain character that must die in it. That Jar Jar. <laughs> I didn't even think of Jar Jar. No, I'm I'm thinking of Padme. Because like, what There's happens even to less her? Jar Jar in the next movie. <laughs> oh, so he's just kind of thrown out, is he? Okay, wait, wait. We're getting ahead. Don't answer. Don't answer. Yeah, we're getting ahead. Um, all right. Let's give our final thoughts on this movie and its score out of 10. Uh, Luffy, go first. Um, final thought. Look, I've I've really softened on this movie a lot over time. Oh. Like, I g- genuinely, it is a struggle to get through the Anakin Padme parts. Or just any time where Anakin opens his mouth and fucking words come out. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Paley said, all the Detective Obi Wan stuff is great. The getting to see all the rad fucking Jedi Knights and stuff do all the rad shit in the background, and like trying to pick out different characters and stuff is fun. Um, and there's a lot less. Stupid jokes. Like, there's no fucking fart jokes in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, they play it pretty straight. And then there's... There's attempts at fun banter. Um, but it's... Yeah, it's... Mostly the only stuff that lands for me is the Obi-Wan stuff. Yeah, when he's a sarcastic prick. <laughs> yeah, which is great. Um, so, look, it's... It's a shit movie with some amazing parts, but it's it's all kind of integral. Like it's it's still a fucking Star Wars movie, so I'm probably gonna go like a seven. Okay, seven or seven or an eight because I still like I'll still watch this one. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, if I'm doing a rewatch, yeah, yeah. I'll still I'll still watch it. Like, I still enjoy it. You know? Yep. Fuck it, yeah, I'm going go eight. Even though I like, yeah, an I'm eight? Go eight. Yeah, I'm gonna go eight. Fuck it. Okay. Uh, I like this one more than. I don't know. Yeah, according to that score, you like it more than Phantom Menace. Yeah, no, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> what did I give Phantom Menace? Like a seven. Like a, I gave it a seven and a half. I think you met me in the middle there. Okay, I'll, I'll give it a seven then. <laughs> I felt yeah. Okay, seven's good. Seven's good. Okay. Paley? Um, I'm right there with, with Luffy. I don't hate this movie for the same reason I don't really hate any of them. Like, it's it's still Star Wars and it's still got all the things I like about it in there. I don't have a problem with where they were trying to get to. I just, they took a lot of missteps on the way there. Yeah. Um, you know, as I said before, every, like, it's still, well, like, got this amazing score it's still got these amazing visuals for the most part like it's not as good as the other ones effect wise not even not so much like action and things that are going on it's a lot of background stuff I'm like ah uh, don't particularly like what you've done there but then there's other scenes that like blow you out of the water so you're like yeah whatever I forget about that now um it's just plot and acting kind of just just drag it down um mm. 
but still got some like kick-ass iconic moments uh, in there as well. So I think seven is a, a fair enough score. Yep. Um, like I'm never like Ugh, I'm gonna have to sit through Attack of the Clones. I was excited to watch it because like I know all the good stuff that's in there. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And I get to see. Um, I feel, I feel like I didn't touch on this before, but I feel like you and McGregor smashed this role out of the park because I feel like totally he took the things that Alec Guinness had done and the mannerisms and and things there, and he plays it like a young Alec Guinness. Mm. But it's like I'm not a thousand years old now. And he's <laughs> like the the step from sorry, but like the steps from the last movie where he's like. He's still learning, and you can tell he's still learning, and he's not got that confidence, and he's not as sassy. And in this movie, he's just full sass, and he he's yeah. learned a lot more, and he's a lot more confident in himself. And he's like, you can tell he's done his training, and he's like a much better Jedi. Yeah, and then I feel like he levels up again in the next movie. Do not get ahead of ourselves, like I literally, like. <laughs> like the as a character, I feel like he just progresses through the the three movies and then more four movies really, just so well. I love it. He's the he's the fucking best. He's so good. God, got a boner. I do. <laughs> just Obi One though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, my scoring. Once again, I'm coming down with a breakdown of the film. Um, <clears throat> so from the top. Acting, I gave it a 4 out of 10. Um, those four, mainly, yeah, for Ewan McGregor. Although, it wasn't his line delivery, it was the line itself. Just, yeah. Yeah, okay. Like, for, for example, when Anakin... Like, right at the start, when Anakin jumps out of the fucking flying car and Ewan... And, and Ewan um, Obi-Wan says, I hate when he does that. It's like, what? Jumping out of a flying car. Does he do that a lot? It's just dumb things like that. But it's not his acting, it's just the writing. Um, story was a 5 out of 10 for me. Uh, effects, again, a 5 out of 10. Cinematogra- cinematography was a 7 out of 10. Writing, I put 5 here. Honestly, should have been a 4, maybe a 3. I'll, I'll leave it how it is. It's a 5. Score is a 10, of course. It's going to be 10 for all these movies. Uh, set designs is a 4 out of 10. Because, yeah, green screen. Um, yeah. Effectiveness is a 9 out of 10. I mean, it's a Star Wars movie. What can you say? Rewatchability is an 8 out of 10. And enjoyment, I gave enjoyment out of this one the biggest score out of all of them because I had so much fun with this. I gave it a 10 out of 10 because Dang. it's so bad and I just had so much fun with it. <laughs> overall, overall it comes to a score of 67 out of 100, so a 6.7 out of 10 for me. So, kind of right there with you. Nice. Yeah. So, Attack of the Coins, we are done with you. What's the next one called? Revenge of the Sith or something? Return yeah. of the Sith or something? Revenge yep, or yep, Return? Yep. I'm looking forward to being up with the baby all night and watching it. <laughs> uh, it is called Star Wars 3. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, let's <laughs> let's run this episode down with our last segment of the night with uh, what pop cultures have you done? Or, 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 or Luffy? The Consumerist Corner. 
Cultures have you done, Luffy? Yeah. Have you what? What pop cultures have you done for the pop, I've watched for the, for the all, of, all of the hoarders? <laughs> I've seen so many dead cats this week. <laughs> <laughs> it's so many places you shouldn't have children in. Wait, where are you watching this? Because I actually wouldn't it's, mind watching. It's just it on too. Prime. Really? Yeah. So it's just it's just people who hoard a shit, hoard a shit. Yeah. Do you feel dirty after watching it, though? Only when I'm jerking off to it. (laughs) I accidentally come to a dead cat. (laughs) Post not regret. Yeah, totally. (laughs) I'm like, I gotta stop coming at these rats. (laughs) Um, Yeah, well, like, if you haven't seen it before, basically the format of the show is, like, they go into someone's house... They tell them a little bit about themselves and a few family members and shit. And then they bring in like a therapist and they go through the process of like cleaning it out. And then they'll give like a little, um, like before and after shots. And and then they'll do like a little post thing at the end where it's like, oh, they were getting therapy and shit. And they are like heaps sick at not hoarding now, or they fucking went back to it (laughs) almost immediately. Told everyone to fuck off and die. Wow. Um, but yeah, it's pretty great. So there's like four seasons of it on um Fucking hell. On Prime. And And yeah. ev- every every episode is a different house. Every episode is yep. two different houses. <laughs> two what? How many fucking hoarders are there? I know they're hoarding hoarders, right? <laughs> 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 That laugh at the end is fucking mega funny. You see, the joke was mediocre. Then. Yeah. yeah, you gotta you gotta punch it up if it's, it's bad. You acknowledge the bad. Right. Haley, you got anything? Is that seriously what you've done for two weeks? Yeah, bro. <laughs> wait, wait, sorry. Did you watch the entire four seasons? Yep. <laughs> All right. I think I've got a couple episodes left, but I'm not confident. I think I've finished it. Let me check. I'll, I'll get back to you. Okay. Bailey? Um, I've watched a bunch of stuff. I watched Elita Battle Angel, because I never got around to watching that last year. Oh, last yeah? Year before. Oh, yeah? How is it? Man, I really liked it. But this is a movie that's in my wheelhouse. It's like, a, you know, post-apocalyptic sci-fi world with awesome violence and maybe some fucking roller derby yeah <laughs> um it it the effects and stuff i don't I, I see how people might find it jarring or overdone or whatever but i don't know i just thought it was i thought it was fun it was is that it was, um is that like is that animated or is it like 300 where it's live Action, but kind of three live action, but there's a lot of CGI, and Alita herself is CGI. Uh, Okay, okay, but it's still, it's still acted like super cool. I forget the girl's name. She, I think she did a great job of really portraying this like super naive, also fucking badass like warrior chick, Mm. battle angel. Um, (laughs) mm. 
I just felt like it was an interesting premise, an interesting universe they built. Um, I don't see myself rushing out to read the comic, but I'd, I'd love for them to keep making this. I agree. Um, I don't think they will, but I agree. The, I mean, the story's not super complex or whatever. I think it's got like a 6 or 7 out of 10 sort of rating. It's, you know, it's nothing super special, but it was just... I was watching it super late because I think the baby was up like some dummy ass. I'm like, whatever, I'll just turn something on. And I was struggling at first to stay awake because, you know, no sleep, mm-hmm. nothing to do with the movie. And then it just sort of kicked off after 20 minutes and it didn't really let up. Mm. And I didn't, like, get the heavy lids at all for like, the next two hours or whatever. It's a pretty long movie. Yeah. Um, but it was... It was I thought it was super cool. Like, you know, people might be like, oh, it's 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 too cartoony, some of the action. It's too, like, you know, over-the-top anime ridiculousness. But they don't shy away from the fact that all these heavily augmented with robotic fucking weird cyber-human people yeah, it's fuck super each other cyberpunky. And, like, all, yeah, all the design of all the, all these, like, you know, augmented people is super cool. Um, the actions, like, even though it's very fast-paced and a bit silly in places and, you know, video gamey, it's still fun and it still looks great. It's still... Um, it's done in a way that's... It's not super smash-cutty, so you can still kind of tell what's going on without it being shot terribly. Well, it's uh, it must have been Rodriguez, right? animate. Yes. Ooh, yeah. I fuck. I, I did do all this sort of. <laughs> I, did, I did background check this, and then I forget things because it's been two weeks. <laughs> I mean, I only remember because I got the fucking IMDb page up. But yeah, mm. I honestly think if people want to watch a cool sci-fi action movie that's not going to hurt your brain but still like keep you engaged, and the, I think I think all the characters are super cool. Where did, you, cool. where did you watch this? Uh, I want to say it's on Disney Plus. I think it's on Star or something. I was, okay. I was going through like all that new shit that's on there. I'll check it out. Mm. Yeah, I think it is. It's on Disney Plus. Cool. I might have to give it a go. Uh, anything anything else? Uh, yes. I, over the, This has actually been over the last month or so. I've watched all five seasons of Superstore. Oh, yeah. Is that good? I started watching it. I never finished it. I like it. I it's one of those sort of offbeat comedies like Parks and Rec or, or The Office is what I saw most comparisons to. Um, it reminded me heaps of that fucking Aussie show where they're all in an electronics store. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I can't recall the name of. I know, I know what you mean. Yeah, but it's like it's like that, but it's like let's ramp up the production. <laughs> and well, actual actors do it in America. <laughs> yeah, and just like as a piss take of a, like a retail environment and. Then, no offense, American listeners, but your fucking ridiculous corporate culture of treating employees like shit, yeah, <laughs> like and all that stuff. Like some people think it gets a bit heavy-handed on the political stuff. I don't think it really does. Like you know, talking about unions and and labor laws and things like that. Um, it's just full of like really quirky characters that are like so. Like, they're not 
super believable because it's like they're obviously exaggerating things about these characters but there's like an assistant manager who's this fuck, fucking hard ass chick and she's the funniest part of the show and then like this incompetent but super nice super religious store manager and then there's like the guy that just showed up that's like the, he's the guy he's your in it's like when you watch the first episode of Scrubs and JD rocks up to the hospital for the first day it's like mm. right here's the here's my entry point with this new guy and the love interest and stuff and they're the sort of main characters but I feel like after about three or four seasons you don't really care about them and you're really just like after this this super stupid yep. ancillary characters yeah, yeah. <laughs> that really make the show it was one of those things I was talking about it with Beck. And I was like, I don't know if I love this show or, or, or not. And then she just sort of was walking past and she watched a little bit with me. And she's like, I get what you mean. It's not like laugh out loud funny, but it's funny. Like, it's like, <laughs> it's just, it's so oh, easy yeah. to watch. Hmm. And then it's like, it's like, <laughs> but like, there are some jokes that just absolutely kill. And there's other ones that are just like, that's funny. It's like, oh yeah, that's, that's yeah, that's fun. Oh, it's, a lot of this is kind of clever, or, or it's just so silly and absurd that you just can't help but laugh. I th- I think it's a good, easy sitcom to watch, even though some of the episodes is like, is there a point to this, or is it just like let's just put some dialogue on the screen? Yeah, like it doesn't didn't really push a narrative forward in any way. It's just a bunch of stuff that happened, mm. and you got to like it's obviously a satirization and an over the top sort of example of what working in like Walmart or something would be like like it's not like they don't really ramp up they're like this is a dickhead character uh, customer like there is a bit of that but it, for the most part it's all about the, the staff but there's all these little funny like cut scenes like they wouldn't just like oh let's cut to the next scene it's like there'll be something with like no dialogue where it'll be like someone's lost kid just like smashing bottles on the ground and like <laughs> other soul crushing shit that happens when you work in retail yeah <laughs> Like people just like shitting on the floor, or like, <laughs> like it's obviously like, you know, what is the, the people of Walmart sort of memes cranked up to eleven just and put on a screen. I think it's kind of funny. Yeah, I might give it a go. I've been hearing a lot about it. It's on Netflix, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. So it'll say it's from like this year. It's not. It's the last season is. I think it's only just dropped. Oh, on okay. Netflix yep. is the thing. So. <clears throat> Okay. I think it's been cancelled, so the sixth season will be the last. Six. So hopefully they wow. just wrap it up with a, like a you know, okay, well let's end the story. Um, so I'm not sure how much they could probably do with it now. Anyway, just did the way s- it has progressed. But did, did you say you watched all six seasons? I've watched all five seasons that are aired currently. So oh, okay, there should be another season coming. I think. Right. Yeah, I did, but I've been watching it over the last four or five weeks. Oh, okay, okay. So okay. I figured now that I've finished it, I'll talk about it. But yep. Okay, it, yeah. It probably cause... does dip it towards the end, or at least I think you just lose that thread of the main characters. Mm-hmm. You're kind of like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I don't care about you anymore. Yeah. But it's good. I think it's easy to watch. Okay. You're like the yeah, you're like the sixth person that's talked to me about it, so I might just have to just give it a go. But, oh. Um. Anything else? I went to the movies. Uh, that's not hoarders. <laughs> no, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> should have left with that. Yeah, I should have. I watched the little things. Um, you a good Charlotte fan? 
<laughs> what is the what is the little things? Uh, it's kind of like a a war dump movie. It seemed like. Um, yeah. It's that, just this. Uh, it's like a psychological thriller. It's got Denzel Washington, Rami Malek, and Jared Leto in it. Oh, this one. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not much to say. Like, I mean, anything I say is going to spoil the, uh, yeah, spoil the plot. Spoil. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. is is it worth seeing though? I don't think so. <laughs> okay. I, 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 like I wasn't, I wasn't super satisfied with the ending. I thought it was a bit, um, like it was, it was definitely an interesting watch and interesting ride. And like all the actors do a really good job in that, but when you have a thriller like that, it's really, like, it's really dissatisfying when you don't like uh, what the mystery turns out to be, if that makes sense. Yep. <laughs> yep. And, it happens to me a lot. And I was just like, I got to the end of it and I was like, I don't know what the point of that was. <laughs> so you feel like you wasted your time, basically. <laughs> kind of. Like uh, I don't okay. I, I don't know yeah. maybe maybe someone might enjoy it like the performances are good it's like you know it's an M rated movie so there's not a lot of action and shit but you know there's some tense moments and stuff but it's just kind of a run of the mill sort of forgettable thriller you know so it's like a five point five out of ten pretty much like a pretty much give it a five <laughs> oh, fuck that I'm I'm out <laughs> yeah Paley you can go watch and give us your thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, any guys got anything else before I jump in with mine? Uh, yeah, oh, I wasn't going to talk about this because I'm not sure. This movie's not aimed at me. But I <laughs> I watched Moxie. Moxie. What is Moxie? Um, so it's a movie about a high school girl who decides she's kind of sick of the way girls are being treated at her school. And sort of spurred on by her mum's, you know, riot girl past, she creates like a zine. Oh yeah, someone was someone was telling me to watch this, and I'd really like it. I think you might. Um, there's there's oh, some good Amy stuff. In it. It's directed, directed by it. you can say it's directed by Amy Poehler, and she's in it. She plays the girl's mum. Nice. It's an awesome like riot girl soundtrack. It's full of bikini kill stuff. Oh, I guess um, I fucking love that shit. Yeah. A lot of the detractions seem to be from people who are just like, oh, it's fucking, it's fucking feminazis. Garbage. Like, fucking bleh. And I think in trying to be like, rah, rah, feminism or, or really try to hit a bunch of topics, I don't know if it addressed some of them as fully as it should have. Like, there's a trans character that I feel like they tried to really, like, oh, they're not respecting my new name or whatever. And like dead naming or whatever you want to call it, but they never yeah. really explore that, or the fact that she wants to play the woman lead in the music they're producing. It's just like, why start that thread if you're not gonna? She's just kind of there to be like victimized, yeah. and then that's about it. Yeah, so like, I think they're trying to like show. Like, I think in trying to like, it's almost in parts it seemed like they were ticking boxes on like, all right, who have we got to represent? Yeah, in a, and so you kind of feel like they didn't represent them. Mm. Um, but at the same time I think if you were this is why I don't think it's aimed at funnily enough a mid-30s 
Well, I do. I do. Uh, <laughs> but I guess, you know, if you're a young girl or, or whatever and you just want to be like, fuck yeah, take the power back, I, I can see how it would be empowering. I think, like, all the acting's great. You know, there's nothing wrong with it. The, the casting's weird because the antagonist douchebag football jock guy is, like, 35. Oh, yeah. I can... Yeah, I'm watching the trailer <laughs> and I'm like, why is this old man touching these children? <laughs> Um, it was kind of fun in a part. There's the, this is like the English teacher or whatever, and yeah, I think you're so used to the trope of like the English teacher taking the person under the wing and really opening their worldview up or whatever. Mm. And it's very much just him like, I'm not getting involved. Don't fucking, <laughs> yeah, I don't don't come at me with this with this shit. And it's like, oh, this must be nice for you. And he's like, fuck, uh, it just I don't. I just want to teach. <laughs> like, yep. I instead of having them, him, you know, for that stereotypical role, I thought it was kind of a nice twist. Plus, the guy that plays English teacher, I can never remember his name. I've seen him in a bunch of stuff, and I like him as an actor. Uh, um, I'll have a look. But, I mean, it's a it's a fine movie. I think I was, it's just like, you guess your normal IMDb thing, where it's like, it's either a 10 out of 10, <laughs> or one out of ten because fuck feminism. Like, if you find the middle of the road reviews, I think they're gonna know it. It's like yeah. what it's trying to do is great, and there's oh, a lot of I, stuff about it that's I really Baron good. Holtz. But... I'm assuming it's the teacher. Yeah, that sounds right. What's his name? Mike Baronholtz. Uh, he's in shit like fucking, like Neighbors and like Neighbors the movie, not like Ramsey Street Cunt. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Not Toady. He's not Toady. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. I think, he's, I think he does a lot of voice acting. Look, it's a perfectly fine movie. I just I feel like I just didn't fit the, the demographic. But, I mean, I didn't not enjoy it. Mostly because the soundtrack fucking ruled. Yeah, I'm, guessing, it, I'm guessing if you're not the demographic, then I'm definitely not the demographic. Nah. <laughs> no, but I'm like, you've got a daughter. Like, there's nothing that, you know... You can't nothing to lose. Learn yeah, what you know what I mean? Like, where did you watch this? Netflix. That was just on Netflix. Okay, maybe I will because I'm trying to I'm trying to keep up with the 2020 releases, like both horror and non horror. So maybe I will watch. Yeah. it. Yeah, to be fair, that's what I try to do. I'm like, what's the point of having me come on here and talk about? It? Yeah, exactly. Something, something. Oh, so I try to find something a bit current to throw in there as well. And I don't know. I think it's fine. Yeah, no one Ooh. wants to hear about movies from 1984. Hey, speaking of my pick, <laughs> I watched a movie from 1984. You wouldn't believe what the number one movie from 1984. Was it 1984? What's, what's, what, what, what's 1984? Then what? I don't know. What's a 1984 with you? No, are you going to tell us what the number one movie from 1984 was? 1984. It's clearly <laughs> Um, no, I got I scoured the internet, right? I've been saying this for weeks now that the Ewok spin-off movies, I uh, I watched them back when I was a child and I wanted to revisit them. I finally found them. They're actually really easy to find if you have the internet and don't care about downloading. Um, Caravan of Courage. I think which you is stole them off the internet. Just, yeah, it sounds a lot like theft. Shh, yeah. don't, don't tell anyone. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Caravan of Courage. On IMDb, it just comes under the Ewok adventure, but the movie's called yeah, Caravan of Courage. Names. 
Yeah. Anyway, so the story about this is uh, Wicket the Ewok, who's played Wicket. by Warwick Davis, who was who's previously from a movie called Willow, which is great. Fuck you, David. And his friends agree to help two shipwrecked Some human children. <laughs> and Willow Professor can't Flitwick. see his Ooh. face in Ooh. Harry Potter. Okay, when, when, when you're done with this, I've got a Willow thing for you. I'll okay. circle back to it. Go okay. on. So Wicket the Ewok and his friends agree to help two shipwrecked children... Um, Mace and Sindel on a quest to find their parents Mace and who have been who have been um oh yeah who have been kidnapped by a massive man bear pig if you know style if oh. you know South Park I'm serious man bear pig watching it again I'm like holy <laughs> fuck South Park watched this movie and created man bear pig go on IMDB right now and it's like the first picture you see and you'll see it it's this big giant dude who's just man bear pig I'm man super serial Anyway, you're being super serial right now. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I watched this movie back when I was a kid. I seriously remember super serial. Remember having this VHS, um, and watching it last night. It it's it's one of those things where nostalgia just kicked me in the ass, and it's like, oh, I remember that part. I remember that part. But then my other side, my brain's thinking, holy shit, this movie's so bad. The acting's horrible. The effects are so bad. But then there's the other side of my brain that's like, oh, oh, Tim, Tim, do you remember this part? Remember that massive monster werewolf dog? And there's, this is like a Star Wars spin-off show, but there's so much horror elements to it. Like there's this massive fuck off spider that looks like shit, but it's creepy <laughs> as hell. And then, yeah, as I said before, you got man bear pig doing man bear pig stuff. And it, it, it like overall, do I recommend you watch this movie? Yes. Um. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the 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 downloaded copy that I got, which I downloaded off the internet. Thank you, internet. Um. It's I was really blue... looking forward to watching this for the show. I didn't. Sad. I didn't think you guys would want to. I wanted to. I probably wouldn't have gone to the effort of downloading it. So. <laughs> I don't know where else you can find it. Like you can probably buy it on eBay, but fuck that noise. Anyway, the Blu-ray transfer is fucking gorgeous. I will give it to that. For a 1984 movie, it looks stunning on Blu-ray, but it still has shoddy effects. The acting is fucking horrendous. Um, mm. No one is in this that you know besides Warwick Davis, who plays one of the Ewoks, so you barely see him. But I noticed, like watching this movie mm. at the start. At the start, before we before we meet the human characters, you you're just given like Ewoks being Ewoks and you, and like uh, talking in their Ewok language, but it's got a narrator like voicing over what what's happening, and I'm I'm thinking I'm like, am I watching a David Attenborough fucking documentary with this? Well, I'd love to watch an Ewok <laughs> I would documentary. Watch, like the Ewok documentary. Yeah, David Attenborough presents Endor. <laughs> <laughs> it's honestly, yeah. It was like explaining what these characters no, are saying to each other. Bear like creatures, <laughs> pretty much. It was, yeah. Overall, man, I I had fun with it. It was it was fun rekindling my childhood watching this movie. Um, apparently, there's another spin-off movie. I don't know if I'll yeah, watch it because I never grew up with it, so I don't care. Um, but yeah, Ewok Adventure, Caravan of Courage. It's it's good fun. So that's nice. all I've got to watch this weekend. Anyway, what's your Willow trivia? Oh, it's not Willow trivia. It's just in that Superstore show, they're they're all like dressed up for like a family photo. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, cool. It's like a Lord of the Rings theme. He's like, no, it's Willow themed. What the hell's Lord of the Rings? 
I thought yes! you might get a ticket. <laughs> oh, that is great because the guy, one of the guys who actually told me about that movie, is my boss, who fucking hates Willow. So that makes me so so happy. If anyway, I was you, I'd just fire you. <laughs> <laughs> just friendly advice to maybe anyone who's like employing Tim. Just fire him. We've already heard that he steals. Anyway, all right. Let's wrap this show up. We're going too long. So this concludes Kaboom for this week. We want to thank everyone for joining us. Um, On top of that, we are proud members of the Padded Room Podcast Network and can be found there as well as Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, and now YouTube, actually. Um, if you would like to help this show grow, the best way to do it is giving us a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts or share our show on social media. Uh, we can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and Letterboxd under Horror for Dummies, and we would love to hear from you. So if you have any opinions whatsoever about this episode, about Horror for Dummies, about Raw, anything like that, hit us up. Let us know what you're thinking because sometimes it's nice hearing from people. Sometimes it feels like no one's listening. I'm all alone. <laughs> anyway, uh, if you want to be a champion supporter, then you can head over to the Patreon page and uh, throw us a couple of bucks because sometimes it costs a lot to feed these two. They're really hungry. And, uh, I'm that's, so hungry. That's, that's it, well, it's man. 20 past 11. I haven't had dinner. So. Christopher Paley, <laughs> take better care of yourself. Anyway, that's yeah, it at least from have us. A beer or something. That's, <laughs> that's it from us. Currently between beers. It's liquid that, bread. That, that's it from us for this week. Thank you for listening to another episode of Kaboom. We'll be back in next bi weekly with. What's it called? Revenge of the Sith or Return of the Sith or something mm-hmm. about Siths. That'll be $3, anyone who's listening. (laughs) (laughs) All right, say goodbye. Say goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Dip! Dip. Goodies. You try and come up with something cool, motherfucker. Traveling pilots, they will tell me about the space angels. The most beautiful creatures in the galaxy So when I first saw you I had to ask, I had to know You gotta be, that's you, Pat me Years gone by, you're still fine Pat me, can I ask, will you be mine? You said no, but I know you're thinking with your head, not your heart, let go. For pat me, I would like the sky. Turn my back on the Jedi. I'm never gonna let her die. For pat me, I would like the sky. If you told me that I would burn planets to the ground, unless I give up on my love, I would tell you that. You better arm up walls and bound The love for Padme is too tough It's forbidden Our love's hidden I don't care if I'm kicked out the Jedi system For Padme I would like the sky Turn my back on the Jedi I'm never gonna let her die For Padme I would like the sky For Padme I would like the sky 
Turn my back on Bridget, die I'm never gonna let her die For pat me, I would like the sky Dripping down your supple skin I cannot bear to leave again Let's go back to the fields of Nabu And kiss amongst the soft green leaves Let's stay here, let's never ever leave The me over like a sky Turn my back on the jet die I'm never gonna let her die For pat me over like the sky For me over like the sky Turn my back on I'm never gonna let her die For bad me, I would like the sky